we welcome our boys and girls. You see, they are having a day of retreat, a day to enter into ourselves. And for all of us, retreat, as we know, is a time of you know um, looking into ourselves to see where we are with our spiritual life. It is just like when you have a wound somewhere on any part of your body, you might want to go back to the clinic to check and see if there is a need to uh, you know, treat it again. So that is what we're doing today, like when you say you're having a retreat, to enter and look back, sit back and see where we are with God. And today the readings calls us to one of the things that we do in retreat and also in this time of grace Lent, that is a prayer. In the first reading, we hear the prayer of Esther uh, and also in the gospel, Christ encourages all of us to always pray. In the gospel of Luke chapter 18, it begins with that admonition, we ought always to pray and never to lose heart. We ought to pray always. So prayer is one of the three pillars of uh, our Lenten observance. And how do we pray? What should we do when we pray? Ordinarily, we know that prayer is a kind of a relationship. When you have a friend in school, your teacher, your mom, your dad, you always want to talk to them. You always want to also sit down and listen to them talk to you. You also want to spend time thinking about them, contemplating about them. That is what prayer is, to sit to have a conversation with God, but also to listen to him, not just only talking. So in our Christian uh, discipleship or Christian life, or Christian spirituality, we do have three forms of prayer, like the vocal prayer, the one we say, you know, uh, like our Father or Hail Mary and all of that. And we also have... Uh, meditative prayer, you know, to sit quietly to read the scripture or to read the lives of the saints, to meditate. That is what you see, the first uh, psalm, psalm number one, it says, uh, those who reflect and meditate on the word of God, they will bear fruit. That is how also to do retreat. Just like the vocal prayer, we say our father, Last uh, Tuesday, we read from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, the Lord's Prayer. So we say all of that. But in meditation, we sit and think and reflect and ponder on the Scripture, on the Word of God. And we have also the other form, which is a contemplation. Contemplation, ordinarily, from the root word, con, that is with, and placement, that is placement, to place ourselves in the presence of the Lord. So you see that when Moses went up the mountain and he was talking with God face to face, panim a panim, face to face, that is what we do when we do contemplation. We place ourselves on that level that we contemplate the mystery of the life of Christ. And I don't know how much you will understand that, but for everyone, we, when we contemplate, we put ourselves in the presence of the Lord face to face, that is why we encourage, you know, make our time stay with the Lord and contemplate the mystery of his life and the mystery that he invites us to, uh, to, to develop, to grow. Because Christian life, for everyone, Christian life is not so much about uh, avoiding sin. You know, 
Christian, you know, spirit, prayer in life is not about I, do, I, I, I don't commit sin or I don't commit this one, you know, like moral sin or venial sin. We are called to grow in our life of prayer. And that is why when we read some of the spiritual classic or the lives of the saint, we see that outside of the three forms of prayer, that is vocal, uh, meditative, and contemplative, we also have stages of growth stages of growth, just like we grow biologically from uh, infant to adolescence and then to adulthood. Same we do in spiritual life. We grow from the purgative stage, that is cleaning ourselves, purifying ourselves, purging ourselves, rooting out all of the stuff that you know, prevents us from entering into that deep mystery. That is the purgative stage. And then we move on to that another level of spiritual life or life of prayer, which is uh, the illuminative. So in illuminative, we begin to contemplate the mystery, like I said, the mystery of the life of Christ, where we begin to work on growth in virtues, maybe pick up the virtue of patience or the virtue of fortitude or the virtue of temperance, so that I now see my spiritual life or life of prayer as not just I do not sin or I do not commit this one, but how am I growing in the virtue of temperance or in the virtue of chastity or in the virtue of uh, faith, hope, and love? And then to the last stage, which is uh, the unity stage, that is trying to form that union, the beatific union that Christ always invites us. And we can only get to that stage when we put ourselves place ourselves in his presence, not just placing ourselves in his presence, but when you are having ordinary conversation with your mom or with your dad or with your teachers, you place yourself that you are involved, that is talking to someone and not just saying things and looking away. Same applies in our life of prayer when we pray to be conscious, to be aware of the person before whom we are talking. Otherwise, we just babble and say things. But if I place myself before God knowing and meaning what I say, that way I can also begin to address distractions in prayer. So uh, as we gather today for you to begin your retreat, and today also for us to reflect on our prayer life, we ask for the grace of God to help us, to uh, teach us once again, like the disciples asked him, teach us to pray and to know that prayer is not just more than, or it's much more than just saying things, but also to meditate, to contemplate, so that uh, by his grace, we are able to pray like Esther, and we are able to seek, to find, and to knock at his door. And surely he will answer our prayers. May God bless his words in our hearts through Christ our Lord. Amen. May we now rise to make our petitions.